Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome to the following presentation from IMG, America's home for college sports on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Your exclusive radio home for Richmond Spires football. With 32 seconds left, so it all connects with... Live from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street, this is the Spiders Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman. Today's show is brought to you by UPS, the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Lux Chevrolet, Food Lion, and Outback Steakhouse. Be a part of the show. Call us at 521-8501. Send your tweet to at Spider Voice. Text us 804-638-9508. Or send an email to spidersportsline at richmond.edu. Collins the setback right. Motion now. Handoff Drake. He's going to throw it back to Mancuso on the opposite side with nothing but green in front of him. Down the left side to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown! Drake to Mancuso and a little trickeration for the Spiders makes it now 20-13 to 13, Villanova. 12-01 to play in the third quarter. Now live, here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black, and head coach Russ Huseman. This is the Spider Sports Line on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN and the Spider IMG Sports Network. And that trickeration, as Robert Fish called it, that flea flicker play in Saturday's game against Villanova will be a great starting point for us this afternoon on the second to last edition of the football version of the Spider Sports Line. Hard to believe time is flying by. We have one more show next Thursday after today. So if you're in the West Broad Street area today, we are just getting started. Come on by and have lunch with us. Talk some Spider and college football with head coach Russ Huseman, our special player guest coming in here in just a little bit, linebacker Justin Rubin and offensive lineman Tim Coleman. Coach Huseman, first half, you used the word frustrated. I think we could hear the disappointment in your voice at halftime when you talked with Lane on our telecast of the game. And then you came out in the second half and ran that play plus a fake punt that led up to that play and got to win within 20-14 to 14 of Villanova in the third quarter with about 10 minutes to go. What transpired at halftime that, you know, had you coaches saying, all right, we're going to pull all the tricks out of our bag here and we're going to find a way to get back in this game? And how did you feel at that point when you put that opening drive together? Well, I mean, obviously we were frustrated half. I mean, we, we had seven points taken off the board with the fumble on the on the pass mm-hmm. you know he, he you know we can fall in the end zone on that one and you know that's a killer and and uh, but you know we came out you know we got the ball and, and obviously stalled um and at halftime we kind of you know we work on fake punts all the time and at halftime we kind of tweaked it a little bit made some adjustments and thought we could get it because of the look, and we told uh, Dale Matthews if we got this look, we were gonna we were gonna go ahead and execute it. David Norris did a great job of, and it wasn't anything that we practiced all year. It was kind of like I said, David, here's here's what we're gonna do. Now this guy could potentially do this. You got to be alert, and you got to make sure. And he executed it perfectly. Uh, we got the kick out block, and uh, 
you know, Dale, I think, got 29 yards on that. And then, and then we threw the, you know, the throwback to, to Joe and got 20 to 14. And then, you know, when we get a stop and got the ball again mm-hmm. and can't move it, uh, the poor snap on the punt, and we they miss a field goal. We hold them. They miss a field goal. We get the ball back at 20 to 14. Uh, and then disaster, you know, the, the interception for the touchdown and then uh, – another interception and and so it it just kind of you know it's it's you know you just at some point in time you just when you get a situation where you're starting to get the momentum I mean you got to just you got to put your foot on the gas and you got to make first downs and you got to execute and you got to go score and take a lead and and do those types of things and 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 we didn't we didn't get it done and and it was you know it's tough and and, you know some of the interceptions were pretty uh uncalled for and um but you know we got to we got to get you know things fixed and 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 get ready to play this week a good football team how do you try to go back and explain and fix all the turnovers and the interceptions what do you what are you seeing on tape it's obviously not the first time it's happened this year and yet there were games early in the year where there weren't any turnovers and all of a sudden that epidemic has hit in the worst possible way yeah, I mean, with interceptions, I mean, we, we work ball security all the time as far as, you know, hanging on to the football and, and, you know, when you're making contact, when you're going to the ground. And we haven't really – I know we fumbled one on a kickoff with a freshman. Um, we fumbled that one in the ends. I mean, we fumbled a few times with wideouts. But for the most part, we've, we've hung on to the football. It's been the interceptions that have been, you know, obviously the bad pitch against uh, – Stony Brook right. on the ground, but I think our backs, for the most part, have really hung on to the football. But you know, with the interceptions, you just have to, you know, you 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 have to focus in practice. I mean, if it if it's happening in practice, and you know, it's it's probably going to happen in a game. And you know, I see some poor decisions in practice. You know, even leading up to last week, and we've addressed those. And um, but you know, you you just got you. You got to know that if it's not there, tuck it and run, throw it away, and and we've really, you know, we've really struggled. I mean, I th- maybe our guys are pressing a little bit, wanting to make plays, um, you know, just doing things that maybe, you, you know, we don't practice. But you know, Joe and Kevin, I mean, they don't want to throw interceptions, obviously, and and I think they're trying to, you know, trying to win games for us. And, and do anything possible and and um, you know sometimes you just got to play within yourself and and maybe it's not going to be perfect every time boy talk about frustrating how frustrating is it with not only all of the injuries but now Joe Mancuso you've already announced yesterday at your press conference he's not going to play this week and you're shuffling now three quarterbacks in and out because of what they're doing on the field certainly but also because of injuries and you had Joe and you have Kevin who've both been out reach and all getting an opportunity that has got to be be quite the challenge at that at that position well yeah I mean and it's kind of been been like that I mean again offensive line has been just a, a mass unit and and trying to switch people around and and uh we've we've survived that mm-hmm. um you know, wideouts has been you know has been a mess here recently. Um, linebackers early in the year was a mess, and we've gotten those guys back. I mean, it's just it just kind of seems like you know you, you, you stick a finger in the hole and a dike at this one, and then another one opens up at another position. 
you know, even even like, all right, so Tyler was dinged up, Cortrell was dinged up, um, Brissett's out. You know, so now we're saying, all right, Maffey, good player, man. Let's get Maffey rolling, baby. Let's get him. He's a big – and he pulls a hamstring uh, uh, in practice and can't go and still can't go. So, I, I mean, it just kind of seems like that's kind of happened all the way across the board. Um and it just it kind of hits us, you know. If you just lose one receiver and maybe a linebacker and maybe one guy, but it just seems like it's just such a bulk in this position. And now you're scrambling in a bulk in this position. So um, our guys are fighting through it. Uh, we had, you know, we we've had a really really good week. Tuesday was an excellent practice. So these guys they want to play, uh, they want to be good, and they want to win football games. So um, you know, when you go out on a Tuesday. In practice like that, you know, I'm, I'm proud of our guys, and, and I, I think they're committed to, to playing well. Do you recall a year where you've had to talk so much about depletion and injuries, uh, whether you were a head coach or even, even an assistant coach, but it just seems like, you know, you're due for a good clean year next year when it comes to injuries. The law of averages has got to catch up with us in a positive way. I mean, I guess. I mean, but, you know, I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of injuries um, you know, but, and again, I, I told somebody the other day that, you know, we, we, we're putting, you know, we put 11 pretty good players out there on offense and 11 pretty good players out there on defense. And, and you feel good about the talent level that we have. We're just, we're not playing real well. We're not coaching good enough by any stretch of the imagination. Um, the thing that, the thing that really kind of gets you, Bob, is, is just the, the practice and and I was talking to you I mean it's almost impossible to function and have a functional practice because you you just don't have enough bodies we had 23 23 guys out this week in practice um, and then you got six specialists which you know they can't they can't line up and play linebacker or, or DB or any of that stuff and so now you got 29 people that are just kind of standing around wow. and it just it it really you know it was it, it was made it challenging and i think i told you you know adam ross was playing a little defensive end for us and he must and, have loved that and logan blake <laughs> was playing inside without pads on you know just to get the look and um it was uh, uh it was pretty eventful but again our guys practiced hard man they 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 got after it it was a lot of energy uh, a lot of juice, and uh, r- really, I mean, it was it was actually one of the better practices we had all year, so it was pretty cool. Two of those guys just walked in. They'll be our special guests in our middle segment coming up. They are veterans of what they do here at Outback. Tim Coleman and Justin Rubin will be our special guests coming up in just a couple of moments. We'll take phone calls, some emails as well. If you'd like to join the conversation, 521-8501 puts you on the air with Coach Usman and our players when they get up here, 521-8501. Uh, send me an email. That's probably the other easiest way to do it, or just bring your questions up to the table during our commercial breaks if you're in the restaurant this afternoon but you can email us at spidersportsline at richmond.edu let's go to the phones ivan kicks it off for us on this thursday afternoon as he does each and every week to talk with coach usman hello ivan hey bob hey coach how you both doing today uh good okay well great to hear that well first coach that was a heartbreaking loss i mean i was listening i I was i found my wife and i was watching the game last week 
And we really thought that when you close to the 21-14 on that trip play, you were going to take the air out of uh, Villanova last week. I absolutely thought the same thing, Ivan. So, uh, so I was thinking along the same lines as you were. Yeah, because I really thought, okay, we, 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 we got him, and then somehow Villanova um, put them – got themselves together and just ran over us like uh, hot mice do butter. Well, you know, again, I, I was talking about it in, in, you know, even though we had the ball and got the poor snap, our defense stepped up uh, three and out and, and they missed a field goal. We get it again. And, um, and I believe uh, that's kind of when we threw the pick and, mm-hmm. and it got the, you know, two score game. And then we threw another one and, and uh, you know, it was, it was, it was pretty pretty hard from there. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, what can you tell us about uh, going into Maine this week? Well, Maine's uh, first in the league uh, right now. Statistic. I mean, uh, record wise, they're tied with. I'm not even sure who now, but uh, they're six and three in uh, five and one in the league, and they're playing really well. I think they're they're playing great defense. And, uh, you know, even offensively, they're, they're, they do a really good job. they got some pretty talented wideouts, and they're pretty physical up front. Um, but, uh, you know, they're having, they're having a fine year. Uh, they're playing well. Um, you know, it'll be a big test for us. But, um, you know, go in there and, and play the spoiler this week. Mm-hmm. What are you going to have starting as your quarterback? Well, we don't know. They're competing right now. Uh, it's either going to be Kevin or Reed, obviously, and uh, so we'll uh, we'll continue to monitor it closely, and uh, and we'll make a decision on Saturday. What, what positions are you be looking at at doing the uh, off season? Are you, I mean, you're recruiting for? Well, we'll sign uh, we'll sign cert- we'll sign every position. Um, it's just how many offensive line will sign four to five for sure. That's going to be our biggest hmm. spot where we've got to, we've got to get numbers there. You know, we went to, uh, you know, we went to Elon and traveled six offensive linemen, um, earlier in the year. So we've got to, you know, we've got to build that depth. We've got to get some kids in here. So that'll be the biggest one. We'll probably sign, um, you know, two or three at most every position, probably, Probably signed four wideouts this year with losing all the guys that we're losing. Um, you know, that'll be a big spot. Tight end's going to be big for us to, to sign. So, you know, we're, we're going to we're, – we'll sign a, somebody at each spot. It's just how many as we move forward. Okay, well, good luck in this week's game, Coach. I, I'm, I know your team's come out with a big team victory. Thanks, Ivan. Appreciate it, Ivan. Thanks for the phone call. I think one of the topics that we'll touch on a little bit more, and we will with these guys when they come up here, Russ, about this main game. And just before we take the break, main lead to the CAA and quarterback sacks with 37. So we'll ask Tim Coleman about how we're going to prevent all those. Are we second? And then the Spiders are second. How many we in quarterback sacks with 27? So, so they're Maine's way up 10, there. Yeah. 10 up in the sack category, but the Spiders are second. Justin Rubin, who will be our guest, had another one this past week from his linebacking position. So who knows? That that probably is a number we should keep our eye on this Saturday, huh? particularly the way Maine has played. Yeah, I'll let you talk to Tim about that. 
about protecting against the sacks, which they have yeah. done a really with the number of passes we've been throwing, they have done a really good job with yeah, that. Yeah, our, our line's been really good. And despite the numbers games. on the offensive line, too, or the lack yeah. of numbers. All right, Tim Coleman and Justin Rubin will join us. We'll talk quarterback sacks and a whole lot more when our two special spider player guests join us here at the head table at Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street. This is the Spider Sports Line on 995-1027 FM, 950 AM ESPN, and the Spider IMG Sports Network. Food Lion is helping you fuel up to cheer on the spiders. Make a play for tailgate favorites like chips and dip, cookout meats, and ice cold drinks at prices that will earn big points from your wallet. Food Lion, how refreshing. Proud partner of Spider Athletics. Hi, this is Richmond football coach Russ Usman. Tune us in Saturdays all season long for live game action. And Thursdays, noon to 1, for my weekly radio show from Outback on the home of the Spiders, 99.5 FM and 9.50 AM ESPN. At UR's School of Professional and Continuing Studies, we offer flexible and affordable degrees and professional education programs to help you start, advance, or change your career. Check out our degrees in nonprofit studies, teacher licensure preparation and information security, or explore our new coding boot camp and professional beer brewer certificate programs. With evening classes and affordable tuition, you can earn a UR degree or certificate on your terms. University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies. Sometimes you have to go back to get ahead. Visit spcs.richmond.edu for details. Buddy Whitlow, CLU of Virginia Asset Management, is proud to sponsor Richmond Football. A 1976 grad of the School of Business, Buddy has worked as a financial advisor ever since. Buddy helps business owners and personal clients manage risks of today's fast-paced world by offering financial strategies and products to protect against those risks. Talk to Buddy about how to manage your financial risks by calling 804-330-0711. Securities and investment advisory services through Securian Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA, SIPC. Virginia Asset Management is independently owned and operated. Hey, Spider fans, get ready for a night of Harry Potter wizardry with Richmond Basketball on Friday, November 16th as they take on IUPUI. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. Get there early and enjoy our signature event, Basketball and Brews, a craft beer event featuring local breweries and restaurants. Packages start at just $20 and include your game ticket. Bring the family for an action-packed evening of Harry Potter, hoops, hops, and hustle. Tickets are going fast. To get the best seats, call 1-877-SPIDER-1 today or visit richmondspiders.com. This is Dan Levitard. Catch me and Stugatz every weekday from 10 to 1, now on your FM dial at 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Welcome back to the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman. We're live at Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street, and broadcasting live on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Here's the snap on third down. Back to throw under pressure. Ismail's hit spins off that, and then he's dropped back at the 47. Ruben finished him off, and maybe Cahill in there to make the initial hit. It's fourth down and 24 after the loss. That'll force the punt. As we mentioned before the break, welcome back to the Spider Sports Line from Outback, 7917 West Broad Street. The Spiders are second in the CAA in sacks defensively, trailing only the team that we're going to play this week, the main Black Bears, who have 37, and the Spiders have 
27. So we're going to talk quarterback sacks with our two guests, with our offensive lineman, Tim Coleman, how to prevent quarterback sacks, and with our Spiders senior linebacker, Justin Rubin, how to get more quarterback sacks. And since we just heard Justin's quarterback sack from last week, we'll start on the defensive side of things. Uh, first of all, welcome back, Justin, uh, old pro at this. Thanks for coming back. As I said, with no cast on your hand this time. Yeah, Bob, thanks for having me back. It's always a pleasure uh, being here with you guys. Uh, really special. Might be my last one here as a senior, so I enjoy every little bit of it. But yeah, uh, the sack I had uh, early in the first quarter, uh, me and Billy were both coming. He's going inside, I'm going outside. So really, he got to him first. Um, you know, and the, the alignment came on me, and Billy kind of delayed it a little bit, gave me an opportunity to spin back and get the sack. So credit to Billy. Uh, the, the blitz worked out how it should. Has there been a little bit more, I don't know, the word I'm looking for, maybe aggression, aggressive play, particularly amongst you linebackers, especially now that there's three of you out there week in and week out. We know what the defensive line has done, but that you linebackers are getting an opportunity to get into the backfield. Yeah, I, I really do love playing uh, with Dale and Billy, having a, us all, all three of us out there. Um, and I think in the game you could tell that we were being a little bit more aggressive. We were sending a little bit more blitzes uh, throughout the whole game. We might have pulled back uh, in the second half a little bit, but I think having three linebackers in the game it allows us to play a little bit more aggressive. You had a guy quarterback for Villanova who you hadn't seen before. The veteran signal caller was out with injury, so you had a guy that you really didn't have a whole lot of tape or knowledge about. How did you try to prepare for that challenge? Yeah, we knew he was a bigger guy. Yeah, 6'7", uh, six, seven, six, right? Seven, yeah, <laughs> and you could tell uh, from the uh, few games that he did play on, uh, on film, he, he, had some, he had some wheels on him, uh, so we knew he, he would like to run the ball if he could, um, but ideally he wants to be a pocket passer. Um, I think in the game there were there's moments that uh, technique wise uh, we could have been better in preventing him from rolling out, including myself on that. Um, I think we could have done better on that. Um, but yeah, he was a good player. Uh, I had some I had a friend on the team, uh, so we were talking a little bit before the game. Uh, so yeah, it was it was good. Just one on the Villanova team. You must have had more than one friend being a Philly guy on that team. Huh? Yeah, no, I've I played against uh, some guys in the past, some older guys I went to high school with. Uh, but number five, Jared McClinton. Mm. Uh, yeah, he was my buddy in high school. We uh, we actually played ball ever since uh, we were little kids uh, together. So it was it was nice being uh, on the field field with him. Unfortunately, he's going to do a little trash talking at you, I guess, back in Philly because he did catch the touchdown pass. In the game, but speaking of speaking of trash talking kind of stuff, how is it to be around Dale Matthews these days? I mean, he's got an interception return for a touchdown. How excited was he about that fake punt? Uh, we've been talking about that all year. You know, uh, as Coach uh, said earlier and today, that we practice fake punts all the time. And me and Dale actually play the same position, so we always we always talk about who would get that opportunity. <laughs> and I knew he was going to try to hurdle the guy uh, around at the end of the run. Uh, maybe he needs to do a little bit more uh, vertical vertical stuff to get a little vertical <laughs> but no I'll, I'll credit the Dale he did a great job well he's had an interception return for a touchdown and a punt return to set up a touchdown we had him on the morning show this week and told him he's got to get a scoop and score this week and he can complete the trifecta uh, yeah. right yeah or you could get the scoop and score and yeah. as a linebacking trio you would complete I wouldn't the mind that I would not mind that Russ, uh, Justin mentioned a little more aggression coming from the linebackers these days and all three of them playing now. Is that an observation that, that you would kind of concur with, that you are getting that kind of aggressive play? You have always talked glowingly about the front four, but also getting it from the three linebackers. Yeah, our front seven's been been good. I mean, our front seven's been good enough for us to win football games, no question about that. And, 
you know, putting those three guys in, uh, you know, you, you always try to put your best players on the field, and, and we feel like we, we're, we're trying to put our 11 best on the field, and that was obviously a, uh, you know, we had talked about it. We had we actually, before we did it, we had talked about it a couple weeks prior to that. Um, and then finally, you know, we finally said, all right, we, we just let's get the best players on the field. And so, you know, obviously uh, Rubes and, and Dale and Billy are three of our best 11 defensive players by far. So, you know, that was, you know, that was kind of a, a no-brainer there. And, and they, they do a, they do a really good job and, and – uh, you know, we've, we've had some issues defensively, but, um, you, you know, our front seven's not that issue. They're doing a good job. All right, we talked about getting more quarterback sacks defensively. Let's talk about not giving up quarterback sacks offensively. And with that, we bring offensive lineman, redshirt sophomore Tim Coleman, into our conversation, one of three offensive linemen who has started and played every game for the Spiders this year, joining C.M. Setapani and John Yarbrough as well. What has kind of been the, the secret to that, if you will, Tim? Uh, I think, let's see, we've only given up 18 sacks. That's just two a game, and it's gotten better as the year's gone on. There have been three or four games in which there have been zero quarterback sacks. So early in the year, there were there were a few more, and you've got quite a challenge against this main team this week. What's, what's kind of been the, the formula for you guys as offensive linemen? Um, the biggest thing for us right now is that we were able to establish a run earlier in the game. So now instead of being the third and tens, third and eights, now you're in the third and twos, third and fours, and you get the play-action game going, or you get able to just run the ball in third and two. So that helps us out a lot. I'm able to run the ball so now the defense lineman can't tee off every play. I mentioned that three of you have started every game, and quite frankly, Clayton McConnell's been in there almost every game as well. How important is that, that you're kind of looking, looking down the line, and for the most part, you're seeing the same guys. Now, there aren't a whole lot of other guys to come in right now, unfortunately, because of injury. Um, just be able to play besides Sayum throughout the whole year, you know, build chemistry. Mm-hmm. For, like I said, both of us are redshirt sophomores, so we're coming back next year, and we already know what we're thinking, and we're just going to come out, you know, full head of, full head of steam and just going 110% every play. Um, but just building chemistry, I know we're going to lose John Yarbrough next year, which is going to hurt for leadership purposes, but having people that play, you know, we can just step up and become the leaders. What has it meant to look over at a guy like John and see that he has played center and he has played guard and he has played tackle and he's been a long snapper? He's done pretty much anything that any of the coaches have asked of him. Um, you know, it's, I, I, respect, I respect John, what he's doing, because it's hard to learn one position and then next week not knowing what position you're going to play. Like this week, John was practicing at guard and tackle. So John had to learn two positions which this week, which is, is a really hard thing to do, especially when you have different defenses every single week. It's a really hard, tough thing to do. And the biggest thing I took out of it is that he never complained. He never complained once. He moved the tackle. He didn't say a word. Moving the guard didn't say a word. Matter of fact, he played center. He didn't even say a word. And so, you know, the biggest thing is that I learned is that you just can't complain. You know, life puts you in certain situations, and you just got to go in and do your thing. Russ, you're nodding your head up and down, approving of what you're hearing from Tim Coleman, especially about John Yarbrough, huh? 
Yeah, John, you know, sometimes, you know, John wants to play in the NFL, and in some ways playing multiple positions is going to help him. But, you know, he, he, he if he got to play one position, he would and, – and I hope he's an all-conference guy. He should be an all-conference guy, you know, and no question about that. But sometimes – you know, if he played center the whole time, he'd probably be just killing people dominant. And he's playing really well. I mean, he's playing all conference level. But now he's at a guard. Now, you know, halfway through the game, he's just center because somebody's down. He's in, he 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 short snaps for us. And and I mean, the guy, the, and he just kind of keeps going and going and going. And and uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna push very very hard for him to make sure that he's an all conference player because he deserves it, even though. You know, where you put him, I guess, you know, that. but he's a pretty unselfish kid. He's doing a great job. His uh, understudy, who we mentioned a little bit, at least at the beginning of the year, he was his understudy in Clayton McConnell because we thought John would be the center. Clayton, by the way, is our guest on our Spider Insight podcast this week. If you get an opportunity to go online, take a listen to that. Uh, really enjoyable conversation with Clayton about his first year of playing as a redshirt freshman. Tim, you mentioned you and see him, uh, redshirt sophomores, and now you got Clayton, a redshirt sophomore. So the, the three of you are all coming back together. Uh, how has he done? Uh, been thrown into the fire at that center position and I know he's got to make a lot of calls along that offensive line too doesn't he yes sir in this offense that having Clayton at center has just helped us out a lot because he's starting to understand the decks who, who's the linebacker where we should slide protection if the blitz is coming certain else we should switch protections I think that Clayton is really starting to understand the offense a lot better and he's starting to understand like what he should do in every single play a lot better and if you have in the center that knows his job, it makes the whole, just the whole scheme easier. And especially the center touches the ball every play. So <laughs> just having a – I think Clay's going to be a great player. I really do. Is there a lot of difference? Let me ask you one more, and this is an easy media question or fan question to ask before we go to the break. Uh, unfortunately, we've used three quarterbacks this year. I know that wasn't the blueprint when the season started. Is there a difference on that offensive line when Kevin Johnson is back there or when Joe Mancuso is back there or now last week when Reed Schnault was back there? Well, personally up front, I don't think so because we still have the same mentality. I don't care who's back there. Mm-hmm. It could be Coach Hughes. It could be Ruben. It could be one of y'all. <laughs> I, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter to me as long as – because I know that my job is to protect the person behind it. My job is to protect – the ball, person that's carrying the ball and so it really doesn't matter to me or anyone up front because we know that we're still going to dog the man in front of us no matter what all right i got to ask this question before we go to the break what would the spider offense look like with justin rubin at quarterback oh we would be dynamic <laughs> i'll tell you that uh, you know i don't know if tim would block from me all that much but uh because we've been on uh, facing each other a lot uh, throughout the years but uh, no, that would be that would be interesting, I'll tell you that. Would that be the deep ball would, would be great, or you'd be running a little bit more? What would we see? I'm really intrigued by this. Look, I'm going to say what Booby Miles did in Friday Night Lights. I'll get the cool uh, the Gatorade cooler, I'll throw the ball, <laughs> run the ball, I'll even get the towels out to practice, all right? We'll be good. I think it would look really, really good. Let's hope it doesn't come to that this week. We yeah. don't want to see 29 back there 
at set quarterback for the Spiders uh, this Saturday against Maine. All right, we'll come back in just a moment. In all seriousness, it is Senior Day, of course, and we'll talk with Justin a little bit about that and with Tim about the underclassmen making sure the seniors go out in style this Saturday, 3 o'clock at Robin Stadium against the Maine Black Bears. Justin Rubin, Tim Coleman, our guests on the Spider Sports Line, live from Outback. Thank you all for being here today and for tuning in on the Spider IMG Sports Network. Buy the all-new 2019 Silverado truck at Luck. Chevy has spent the last 100 years making the most dependable, longest-lasting pickups on the road, and Luck Chevrolet has sold them that long. Whether it's refined comfort of high country, the aggressive capability of trail boss, or the functionality of work truck, the next-generation Silverado offers the right tool for every job. Call Luck Chevrolet in Ashland at 804-798-9261 or online at LuckChevrolet.com and get your new truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland. Hey, Spider fans, head to the Robin Center Friday, November 9th for the Richmond Spiders basketball home opener against Longwood. Tip off at 7 p.m. Get the Wear Red special ticket today, only $5. The excitement continues with the return of our high-flying, fast-paced Spiders, Grant Golden, Jacob Gilliard, and Nick Sherrod. Bring the family for a fun-filled Friday night and check out what's new this season. Call 1-877-SPIDER-1 to get your Wear Red tickets or visit richmondspiders.com slash buy tickets. A flat tire would really make this road trip better, said no one ever, which is why Dyke Tire Pros makes taking care of your tires simpler. They offer a straightforward approach to tire and auto services and includes nationwide warranties and a hassle-free experience. So you can get back to when being on the move was carefree. Dyke Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. 2503 North Skipwith Road in Richmond. Find out more at DykeTirePros.com. Direct's biggest sale all year, and I mean big, a three-day, $30 million pre-holiday store-wide event, November 16th through 18th, instant savings, 20% off virtually everything, plus more choices, top jewelry designers are flying in with their entire lines on sale, an expanded selection of rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets, all fashion jewelry, lowest prices all year, listen, buy now, pocket the savings, and have them hold it till Christmas, November 16th, 17th, and 18th at Diamonds Direct, in Shore Pump. Whether you're tuning in to talk sports or listen to the game. Thanks for making us number one in Richmond. We're 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. It's Spider Football and Lunch at Outback Steakhouse. 79.17 West Broad Street. This is the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman. And on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Snap to Mancuso. He'll keep it again right up the middle. He walks into the end zone after he faked the sweep to Collins. There was nobody home in the middle of the Villanova defense. And Mancuso walks in for the touchdown to make it 10-6 Villanova. Bob Blackwood, Spider Head Coach Russ Huseman, back with you at Outback Steakhouse for our regular Thursday get-together on the Spider Sports Line. One more to go. Next Thursday, we'll recap the main game from Saturday, and we'll preview the season finale against William and Mary down in Williamsburg. So let me use that as kind of a starting point for you guys right now. Coach Huseman mentioned how good he felt, how impressed he felt about how good practice was Tuesday and the amount of focus and energy that you guys still have, even though the season hasn't gone the way that we would like. Uh, we were talking about this yesterday. Do you guys approach these last two games almost as two individual bowl games? So you've got Saturday 
as a bowl game of senior day. You want your seniors, Tim Coleman, to get out of here with a victory. And then the following week, you got another bowl game. You got the Capital Cup. You got the long rivalry with William and Mary. You want to end the season with a win. Is is there anything to that, Tim, that you can take these two as two individual games and almost approach them as quote unquote bowl games? I actually agree with you a lot. I don't want to say I prepare any different from week to week whatsoever. It's just that I, these games do me more because it's, it is senior day, and I know it's their last home game, and I want and I want them to come out with the victory. And I know William Mary is a big rivalry game, and you, you just want to beat them, honestly. <laughs> I wasn't – and I didn't experience last year. Like, I didn't – I really didn't understand, like, what – how truly like the rivalry is until last year I'm on the sidelines I'm getting hyped <laughs> and I'm like wow this, this, this is this is something serious so you know you don't want to lose that you don't want to lose that game certainly and, and how much um, I don't know the word I'm looking for onus isn't really the right word but on the on the senior day game how much responsibility do underclassmen try to take to make sure you know we all hope Justin Rubin has an interception for a touchdown return on senior day that's a beautiful script to write but as the rest of that football team, you want to make sure those seniors who have been a part of this program for so long go out with a winning effort, right? Definitely. So, like I said, it's the last home game. You want them to see how come with the victory. And I feel like I feel like it's it's my burden that they they have to win. They they have to win this game. And I hope that every underclassman that hears this or practicing this week that they they understand like like this is their last finale like they're not going to play at Richmond again. And we have to make sure they come out the victory. So I'll put this I'll put this on me a lot. I really do. Justin, as you hear Tim say that, what's running through him? I can tell you, it's kind of getting me a little upset and uh I, you know, how about how about for you when you when you hear a teammate say things like that, have you kind of grasped yet what Saturday will be like? Yeah, hearing Tim say that uh we're playing for the seniors, you know, they want us to go out with a win on senior day. because um, it means that much to them and really we're all we're all family when it comes down to it. Um and knowing that I have Tim and all the all my other teammates fighting for us and all of us other seniors, knowing that we have that kind of support is really like it, we acknowledge it, and it means a lot to us because it brings us that much closer. And on the other side, you know, hearing him say, like, it's our last ride. Lately at practice, you know, I've uh, when I'm not out there and uh, uh, the twos or whoever we're going on kickoff, I'll just stay, stand there on the sidelines and look around, like, really take everything in because um, I've been here for four years. Uh, it's crazy how, how fast this has come. Um, feels like I just walked on the campus the other day. Um <laughs> But honestly, I'm grateful for everything that uh, the University of Richmond has given me, um, given me opportunities that I never thought were possible uh, coming out of high school. Uh, so, grateful. How do you separate the emotion of the pregame and mom and dad and, and family on the field and that sort of thing? And you mentioned you're going to have the, the full fam uh, in attendance at Robin Stadium Saturday. How do you kind of separate that from when the whistle blows and kickoff comes at 3.07 Saturday afternoon? Yeah, so I'll probably take it in. Like, whenever I'm playing a game, um, everything outside the lines doesn't really matter to me. Uh, I don't I don't pay attention to anything that comes from the stands, uh, anything that comes outside the white lines, really. It's like I'm in my own world. And then having that little different, uh, I guess, celebration, you'd say, at halftime, with my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, you know, it might 
it might hit me emotionally, um, realizing that it's the last time, uh, the last two times that mm -hmm. I'll be playing the game. Um, but just having my family there is going to be really, really nice. Russ, how do you approach senior day with these guys, both with the seniors and with the rest of the team? And you made a really interesting point yesterday at your weekly press conference when somebody asked you a similar question that that you chose these guys. They didn't choose you because you came in in midstream, you and your staff, from this group of seniors. So kind of what is your, your focus of attention uh, with this group on senior day? Well, you know, I never, I never once thought I had to <clears throat> remind anybody to play for anybody because Rube's right. These, these kids love each other, and you can see it. There's great chemistry. Um, you know, obviously Tim wants to play for the seniors and, and do that. So, I mean, that was, you know, that was never even a question that that was going to happen. Now, when you do that, it just can't, you just can't flip it on Saturday and say, uh, senior day, I think I'm going to play for the seniors today. It's it's what happens on Tuesday. It's what happens on Wednesday. What's, what happens today. It's what happens Friday. It's how you prepare yourself. If he really wants to play for the seniors, he'd have a great practice on Tuesday, which he did. You know, if he really wants, to, 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 wants the seniors to go out as winners, they would do everything possible this week to, to get that done. And I think I've seen – that part of it this week where they've – I think they've – again, I thought, uh, Rube, I don't know, Tuesday's practice. And even yesterday, I mean, there was a lot of trash talking going on. It looked like a lot of fun out there, you know. And maybe it's just you doing the trash talking. I can't remember. But there was a bunch of it going on out there, which which actually made the practice, you know, better. And, 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 and probably part of it is that the seniors kind of understand that this is their last – game on at Richmond in that stadium and maybe the underclassmen realize that too and and so um you know I think we're on our way to 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 hopefully having a really good game on Saturday were you trash talking what's I, going on out there I was just communicating <laughs> uh, you know catching up with old friends and, you know, seeing how family's doing yeah that kind of switch. is that your style of play I like it yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, you got to be a little emotional. Football is a great game of emotion. Yeah, no, I definitely play the game of emotion. Um, I've always played like that my whole life. And I actually realized when I started getting into that attitude, almost I feel like I play better. So, Finishing up with Justin Rubin, Spider senior linebacker, and Tim Coleman, Spider offensive lineman, uh, redshirt sophomore. Uh, let, let's focus in on the game then and, and talk a little bit more about the X's and O's and what you've seen to this point. Uh, we kind of touched on it at the outset, Tim, but – Key to, key to the spider offense, moving the ball this week and getting some points on the board and maybe limiting that Black Bear defense because we have talked about quarterback sacks a lot. What's, what's jumping out at you off of the tape when you watch, when you watch Maine? Um, they get off of the quarterback. Uh, they're relentless after the quarterback. Hmm. They, get, they go 110% every play. They're low off the ball. I think that one of the biggest things that we have to do is just match the physicality. We have to play low off the ball with them. Um, Protection-wise, we don't have to do some things do some things differently where it's not true. Just five-man protection where we're rolling out, uh, sliding the protection stuff like that. You know, just give them different looks every time so they won't be able just to tee off and get the one-on-one -on -one situations that they've been really successful with this year. 
All right, how about their offense, Justin? And I'll also throw this out at you. It's a little bit unusual that we're playing a conference opponent that we haven't played in four years. I guess you were a freshman, freshman. right? Is the only other time you've seen this team. So uh, you're really looking at numbers on the screen here. You're really not identifying all that much. With, and I know they have the same issue, obviously. But uh, how is that a part of your preparation? What have you seen from them offensively? Yeah, uh, we know that they are dynamic in the passing game. You know, they got a great quarterback and really uh, a lot of threats at receiver. So I think that's what we're hunting in at. Um, you know, we talked about the front seven earlier. Uh, I think mm-hmm. when it comes down to that uh, and they try to run the ball, we need to eliminate that from the game. You know, we, we've had uh, games where we keep them from over 100 yards, uh, and that that's really a signal of a good game on defense and run game, uh, if you keep them under 100 yards. Because if you do that, then you know they're only going to come from one way, and that's the air, um, which we anticipate them coming from the air a lot. And I think uh, if we keep them from – only attacking on one aspect, we'll be able to anticipate things a little bit more and uh, get a spider win. I know you already asked this off air, so I'll ask it real quick and then we'll let you guys go. But you do both sound very well prepared already for Saturday's game, so I think that's a that's a really good sign. Uh, following Richmond Spider football, what's what's next for Justin Rubin after football? Yep. You know, I'm gonna uh, give uh, football the best shot I can after I'm gonna train, uh, do what I can, and whatever opportunity presents, uh, I'm gonna run with it. But uh, besides football, you know, uh, I came to University of Richmond for a reason, to get this great degree. Uh, and I'm not worried whatsoever after football is all said and done. And uh, I'll go into the real world with a great approach, a smile on my face, and uh, keep <laughs> the same mentality I really had from football. And um, you'll keep coming back and visiting us, oh, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Once a spider, always a spider. Justin Rubin, spider senior linebacker, Tim Coleman, redshirt sophomore offensive lineman. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate it. Thanks, bud. Our special guests at Outback Steakhouse today. We'll take a break. Come back uh, for more with uh, Coach. One second, Tim. Let me ask you this question real quick before I let you go because uh, uh, Ben handed me a sheet of paper with a question on it, uh, which is a little bit off the beaten path. Washington Redskins have 18 different snap counts. Was there a story or something, Ben, in the paper? You said I know how else you would know that. How many snap counts do the Richmond Spiders have? Do you have any idea? I don't. I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but I know that we have a different, you know, we had the generic on one, um, then we have, you know, on two, and then we have a couple of different snap counts just to we'll hurry up, get on the ball, and then we just say set hit to see what, how the defense is lining up, and we'll have, like, two play calls ready just to go. As soon as if they jump outside, then we just go ahead, take the shot. Mm-hmm. If they don't, then we, we're prepared for the – just have play calls ready. Um I said, I'm not going to say we had 18. Yeah, that, that's I a, saw your that's eyebrows raise a little bit. That's a lot, isn't it? That's a lot. But I'll say we have around seven, around seven easily. All right. Well, don't, don't give all the secrets away here. Yeah. We, if, if Maine's listening in, we don't, we don't want them to, to tune in. All right. Good question, Ben. Thanks. Again, thank you very much, fellas. Tim Coleman, Justin Rubin, thanks for being with us on the Spider Sports Line. We'll be back with our final segment coming up in just a moment on 99.5-1027 FM, 9.50 AM ESPN. At UR School of Professional and Continuing Studies, we offer flexible and affordable degrees and professional education programs to help you start, advance, or change your career. Check out our degrees in nonprofit studies, teacher licensure preparation and information security, or explore our new coding boot camp and professional beer brewer certificate programs. With evening classes and affordable tuition, you can earn a UR degree or certificate on your terms. University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies. Sometimes you have to go back to get ahead. Visit spcs.richmond.edu for details. 
Food Lion is helping you fuel up to cheer on the spiders. Make a play for tailgate favorites like chips and dip, cookout meats, and ice cold drinks at prices that will earn big points from your wallet. Food Lion, how refreshing. Proud partner of Spider Athletics. You know their names. You know their uniform numbers. You probably even know their stats. Now get to know them. Richmond student-athletes tell their remarkable stories in their own words. It's Spider Voices. Check it out at spidervoices.com and on Spider's social media. This is a court-ordered notice. Current and former Ford, Lincoln, and Mercury owners or lessees can receive payments and other benefits from a legal settlement related to allegedly defective Takata airbags in their vehicles. To see if your vehicle is included and to file a claim, go to AutoAirbagSettlement.com or call 1-888-735-5596. That's AutoAirbagSettlement.com or 1-888-735-5596. I used to post to job boards. Only to sort through tons of resumes. Just to find a few candidates for my sales team. My hair salons. That old process was not not smart. smart. Then I went to ZipRecruiter. Its technology scans resumes for me to find the right people and actively invites them to apply so i get qualified candidates fast smart see why zip recruiter is rated number one by employers in the u.s try it now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free that's ZipRecruiter.com slash free zip recruiter the smartest way to hire based on trust pilot rating of hiring sites with over 1,000 reviews what do i value the most my home filled with loved ones and the hugs we share and i value the jc veterans day sale you gotta go Shop the JCPenney Veterans Day Sale Thursday through Monday. Get up to 50% off select coats, denim, and sweaters for the whole family. Plus, get $10 off your $25 purchase with coupon. Hurry in. JCPenney. Style and value for all. Offers valid 11-8 through 11-12. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. And now, a page from the Diary of Flo. Dear Diary, the ghost is back. This house is protected through Progressive, but that doesn't mean it's not haunted. How else would you explain that radiator-like clanking sound? Or the moon-colored light in the hallway that's gone by morning? Maybe he never bundled home an auto, and he's doomed to suffer an eternity without the savings. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. <gasps> what was that wind-like sound? Oh, right, the wind. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. At Outback Steakhouse, we live by Aussie rules. And Aussie rule number one is ensuring steak satisfaction every time. We offer the highest quality cuts of steak, seasoned and seared to juicy perfection, with a secret blend of 17 herbs and spices, and cooked just the way you want it. So, join us tonight at any of our five Richmond area locations, Bell Creek Road in Mechanicsville, South Park Court in Colonial Heights, Hall Street Road in Midlothian, Huguenot Road in Bonaire, West Broad Street, or order online at Outback.com. For all things spiders, whether you're online, on your phone, or just on the go, it's RichmondSpiders.com. Scores, stats, standings, it's RichmondSpiders.com. Video highlights, audio play-by-play, and online ticketing for football and men's basketball, it's RichmondSpiders.com. Plus, exclusive content you won't get anywhere else, like the Spider Insight Podcast, Spider Voices, and game day info for Robin Stadium and the Robin Center. It's your home for your favorite team. It's RichmondSpiders.com. Want to listen at home? Just say, Alexa, play ESPN Richmond. The Amazon Echo is another way to hear 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. This is the Spider Sports Line with head football coach Russ Huseman. Live from Outback Steakhouse, 7917 West Broad Street on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. 
final segment of the Spider Sports Line today. And a couple of reminders again. It is Senior Day Saturday against Maine, 3 o'clock game time. Senior ceremony about 20 minutes or so before the game. So if you're out there tailgating, be sure to get into Robin Stadium a little bit early this week so you can honor our senior class. We'll have the broadcast for you here on ESPN Richmond, 2 o'clock with the tailgate show, 2.30 pregame and the game at 3 o'clock. We're also televising on NBC Sports Washington Plus. And then next Thursday, our final edition of the Football Spider Sports Line back here at Outback at noon. All right, I screwed up just a little bit because I do have an email, and it was kind of a question for Justin, but he's already talked about it, and so have you, Russ, but I'll let you reiterate your thoughts on the linebackers again, and I'm not going to make him get up from his steak that he's sitting there eating. In fact, I know he wouldn't get up, and I wouldn't blame him for getting up from eating his steak. Anyway, the email question came in that said, hard to ignore how gritty this linebacking core is. Talk about the grit and how it's played a role in guys like you, meaning Justin, Billy, and Dale battling through and coming back from injuries all season long. And unfortunately, that's been a recurring theme for you to talk about, Coach Usman. Yeah, they've, they've all kind of – and again, they, they, they're they playing well. They're, they're excellent football players, uh, bright – young men um and proud of how they performed but you're right you know it went uh you know dale had the i can't what what injury did dale have um that was in the virginia game huh foot yeah so he had a foot missed two or three games and then billy had the hamstring issue and then obviously rubes with the surgery um you gotta give rube a lot of credit though i'm gonna brag on him here for a second because and i may even said this but you know, he they they said you're going to need surgery. Now you can either you know play in a cast for for you know eight to ten weeks or have surgery, miss a game, which would have been St. Francis, and then come back and play. Well, you know, so he says, okay, I'll have the surgery, and that way I'll be ready to go. And and so he has a surgery, and and uh, they came back and were kind of eh, maybe one one more groups, and uh uh-uh. <laughs> no, I'm playing. You know, right. basically, shut up. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm playing, and uh, so he want he doesn't want to miss games, and I'm sure it tore him up to miss the St. Francis game. But um, so, you know, you appreciate you know you appreciate guys like that. Uh, you will lose, obviously, Justin Rubin and and Dale Matthews Jr. But you'll have Billy Coggill. Yep, right, Billy, yeah. Billy back, and then uh, you know, then the young kids, and and hopefully they'll learn from these guys uh, as far as. You know, you know how to play the game, and and uh, you know the mental aspect of it, and those types of things. But uh, you know, you got Jordan Payne and uh, Dressler who've played a little bit, and you know, um, Overstreet, right? huh? Overstreet, right? Overstreet will be right. back. You know, he yeah. had shoulder surgery, so he'll be back. But uh, um, Phil O'Connor, and, mm-hmm. and uh, so. You know, we feel, you know, I, I think we got a good group there, no question about that. Boy, there was another <laughs> unintended consequence or attribute of this four-game rule for your freshmen, considering all the injuries that you had, that you were able to play those guys, not only to give them some experience, but you actually needed some of those bodies to be in there, and you've been able to kind of manage getting those true freshmen their four games and then sitting them out. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know how we got through the St. Francis game, to be honest with you. <laughs> Um, thank goodness we could play Grayson at that point in time and um you know, or he would have just burned it and that would have been it. And then these guys come back and and they're gonna play and, and then Grayson all of a sudden just is re- uh, you know, relegated to, to special teams. So that was huge and 
you know, to get the back some carries. You know, Isaac Brown, you know, caught a yep, touchdown pass, pass yep. and he'll play. He'll play more this week, and and then hopefully we can get Justin Jasper involved. Um, you know, some of the other guys, all the most of the DBs have kind of done the special team part of it, um, and uh, so and Phil O'Connor did the special teams part of it. Now Talon James is defensive end is doing it, so. I think it, you know, it does keep them engaged. I think that part of the rule is really good, and and uh, and you don't have to, you don't have to burn a red shirt. And that's, yeah. I think that's pretty cool. How much better do you expect those guys will be next year because they did play in the four games, and it won't be their first time stepping foot on the field. Well, I think the backs for sure because they get they they're the two that got, you know, really really quality snaps, you know, in different situations between Milan and uh, and, and Aaron. Um, and you know, but, but we, we'll have, um, you know, some guys coming back too. So it'll be a competitive, it'll be a competitive room there for sure. Um, the, you know, the DBs, they, they mostly just played on special teams and, and for the most part, but I think Overstreet getting in there and, and playing is, you know, will help him, uh, down the road here too. So, um, but you know, it, it's, it's a good rule and I'm glad we got it. Final thought on the main Black Bears. We've got about 30 seconds or so and what fans can expect to see at Robin Stadium Saturday afternoon. Well, I mean, they're good. Uh, you know, they, they've uh, they played well this year. They actually played, you know, two uh, FBS teams. They uh, beat Western Kentucky and lost to Central Michigan. Uh, but uh, they're playing well. They're, they're playing with a lot of confidence. They're winning close games. Um, you know, I know they, they went down and got beat by William & Mary in a close one. But um, – you know, it, it, it's a typical, tough, physical CA team. Be the spoiler and celebrate Senior Day for the Spiders, Coach. Yeah, that would be fantastic. That'll do it for our program for today. Fantastic appearance by Justin Rubin and Tim Coleman. We appreciate them being here and all of you in the restaurant and listening in today to the Spider Sports Line. 3 o'clock kickoff on Saturday afternoon, Senior Day. Honor them before that, so get to the stadium early. We will see you at Robbins Stadium for CAA football, Richmond and Maine. Saturday afternoon and then back here at Outback one more time next Thursday at noon to wrap up this season of the Spider Sports Line. Thanks to Mitchell Bradley on location. Matt Joseph is producing in the studio for Coach Usman. Bob Black saying so long for the Spider Sports Line. You've been listening.